Thanks for listening to this podcast from Christ Church of Orinoco. Our hope is that it would help you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. All right. Hello, everybody. How's it going? You guys are so quiet. Could, could, I would have thought nobody was in here. My eyes were closed. If my eyes were closed, how's it going? We are, we are in our last week of the Old Friends series. And we have been kind of looking through the Old Testament. We've been looking into all of these different friends in the Old Testament who can teach us a little bit about how we should be as friends. And we've talked about, you know, we've talked about brothers, we've talked about family, we've talked about not so good friends, and we've talked about really good friends. And tonight is no exception. We're going to keep talking about friends. But one of my favorite ways to learn about the Old Testament, to learn about Bible stories, it was Veggie Tales. And tonight, yes, wow, mixed feelings in the crowd about Veggie Tales. Buckle up, because that's what we're talking about basically all night. And uh, one of my favorite Veggie Tales was the Esther Veggie Tales. And I think we have probably a picture of that. Um, and I love the story. It's funny. They're vegetables, you know, cute. And so I thought, you know, it's all the rage right now to do like the live action versions of movies. So, uh, no, even better. We are not going to watch VeggieTales tonight. We are going to do VeggieTales tonight. Yes! <laughs> so, I brought some of my very favorite main characters in vegetable form. It's going to be hilarious. And what I need from you all is I need five volunteers. Listen, you got to be a good actor. I need, to, I need you to practice right now. Like, show me the emotion you have. Like, I need to see it. Can you cry? Can you laugh? Let me see your emotion. Give me anger. Give me anguish. Who, do, who wants to do it? Yes. Come on up. Come on up. Okay, Alex Allison. Come on up. <laughs> I need, okay, Grace. And I need, wait, let me see here. Let me see here, let me see here. Listen, I need, I need, the rest of my characters need to be boys. Okay, they need to be boys. Glasses back there, do you want to come up or no? You're not into it, okay. Jordan and Jack. Connor, I used you for the friends game and you cheated, okay. Listen, you can't. <laughs> You can't expect me to keep bringing you up here for that, okay? So, come on, let's, will you guys come stand behind this table? Also, yes, that, that is still caramel apple <laughs> on the table. Uh, scoot in, scoot in, scoot in, scoot in. So, here's the deal. We've got some characters in our story tonight, and you may have heard of the story of Esther. But we're going to retell that story tonight, okay? And what I want you to do is... I forgot the microphone I was supposed to use. It's back here. Uh, is I want you, as your character, I want you to come up with a, a sound effect. Okay? That every time I say your character's name, you will go, blah, 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 as your sound effect. <laughs> but your own, obviously. Okay? So here we go. Let's start dealing out some characters. Here we go. This is Esther. Yep. <laughs> we got some celery, also known as Esther. Also known as Hadassah, as we will learn. Um, so much to learn, honestly. What is your sound effect for the character of Esther? 
Wait, I'm just like, <laughs> is, she, is she a snake? I hate it, but I gave you creative liberty to do that, so I can't say you can't. All right, <laughs> this is just, oh gosh, she's wearing a wig. Uh, and this is Queen Vashti. Queen, right? Oh, is this Queen Vashti? <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Grace, go ahead and take this. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> Don't eat her. <laughs> she has to act. Um, Grace, what is going to be your sound effect for Queen Vashti? Hey, girl. Perfect, perfect. Learn from her. Learn from her. <laughs> Pretty bad. Okay. All right, I'm using this one because it's adorable. Listen, in all of my extensive study of VeggieTales for this project, I found out that they also use fruits. So pretty much a lie my whole life because Mordecai in our story tonight is a grape. What makes me even more mad about this situation is that they could have used a green olive and it would have looked exactly the same, but they went outside of their title and used a fruit. Anyways... Boys, here, Jordan, don't eat it, please. That grape is important. <laughs> Did you just hit your head on the table? I, I can't handle five people up here at one time. Okay, Jordan, what is your sound effect? <laughs> All right, everybody on the count of three, do the ah. Uh. One, two, three. Great, you're all Mordecai now. Great. We have, listen, we have one extra Mordecai in, in case it gets smushed. All right. My favorite one. <laughs> Look at those eyebrows. <laughs> okay. This is, this is our character, Haman. Okay. Jack, you're going to be Haman. You're a squash. What? Well, only if that one breaks. <laughs> no, 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 no. So stressful. Okay, Jack, what is your sound effect going to be? And don't make it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Chicken. Chicken? Yeah. Chicken. Not, not like, like a chicken. No. Just the word no, chicken. Chicken. <laughs> I'm starting to think none of you are professional actors. All right, <laughs> Alex, not you, Alex. I would never question that about you. You're definitely yeah. professional. Now, Alex, you are King Xerxes. Yes. King Xerxes. Let me see, like, the proudness of a king. Okay, great. <laughs> now, Alex, yeah. I'm nervous. What is your sound effect? <laughs> All right, let's just run it back. Let's play it back, okay? Let's go straight down the line. Here we go. Ah. So underwhelming. Chicken. I'm doing you last because it's most exciting. Avery? Sound effect? That sounds like we're in Jurassic Park. I don't even. Okay. Hey, girl. So good. So normal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. And finally, last but not least, <laughs> you sound like George of the Jungle. I love it. Okay. All right. So you guys, 
all gather around the table because you're going to use the table as the scene. It's the setting. All right. This table, if you can imagine it, is Persia. It's the land of Persia. Oh, Jordan, you're going to get fired. You're going to get fired. Here's, here, yeah, you're going to have to hold it. That's what actors do. Come on. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to say names. I'm going to be narrating the story. If I say your name, you have got to say your sound effect. Grace, you're in the middle, so you're going to hold the microphone. You're going to help. We got to move it around when it's your sound effect, okay? You can, you can have an army. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Actors, are you ready? How about, can you guys all stand around the back side of the table if you squish? Yep. All right, great. Okay, so when your characters come to play, I need to see, like, I need these cucumbers and squash and grapes. I need them to so strongly portray the emotion of this story that I see weeping. Okay? Portray. Never mind. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now, I know that all of these characters on the table could 100%, here I'll step back so you guys can see, make us a salad, but let's just see where the story goes, okay? So, the scene opens on a land in disarray. Persia. Ooh. <laughs> the land of strong armies and a very powerful king. Haven't said it yet. Okay, yep. Uh, he is a cucumber, and he was feeling pretty good about himself. He was celebrating. You're not even in the story yet, Jordan. Not going to work, Jordan. <laughs> listen, listen. Jordan, <laughs> do you need to go backstage till it's your role? Okay, here we go. The land of strong armies and a very powerful king was feeling very good about himself, and he was celebrating, which honestly is very common for our Persian kings. And he decided that he would throw a celebration that lasted six months, okay? That's ridiculous. It's like 180-some days of celebration. And he thought, at the end of this celebration, we're going to top it all off with a week's worth of feasting. He was like, it's like, you know, when you like are like, you want to have a friend over for the second night in a row and you're really nervous to ask your parents, like, let's, if you were the king of Persia, you would get to say yes to that, like, every single time. You just have parties all the time. And he was, he was having this party. He invited all of his closest subjects to come to this party and, uh, and eat and drink with him. Very crazy, very ornate. Uh, and it's at this time that I should mention that King Xerxes... He had a wife. She was lovely. And her name was Queen Vashti. Hey, girl. <laughs> Love it. Um, now, Queen Vashti, also a cucumber, and King Xerxes, they had a rocky relationship. Uh, listen, <laughs> Vashti was... Hey, girl was more of like a servant to King Xerxes. Oh. <laughs> yep, there we go. And it be, but that was pretty common of wives back then. It was it was more that she just was required to do anything that the king said and even if she didn't want to do it or even if she thought it was wrong. Now, 
the king decided to have this party in a beautiful garden. And at this uh, banquet of sorts, he, it was the last night of this seven-night banquet. And the party was hopping. And King Xerxes, <laughs> he wanted to invite his wife, Queen Vashti, hey girl, to come to the banquet, basically so that he could show her off to all of his buddies. Scripture literally says, and I quote, she was lovely to look at. That's what it says, I'm not even lying. And that is what we were dealing with. This is a very different time than the time we are living in, but Queen Vashti, hey girl, she said, uh-uh, honey chunks. And <laughs> I don't know who uses that as a pet name, but it is one of them. Um, and she was, well, she was escorted out of the kingdom forever, if you know what I mean. So pretty rough, pretty rough day for her. Um, but after the dust had set, yeah, <laughs> pretty sad, pretty sad. I'll still say her name a few times, though. It's okay. Uh, after the dust had settled, King Xerxes realized, ooh, ooh. oh, yep, thank you. Uh, he may have decided a little preemptively, a little too quickly about the whole Vashti. Hey, girl. <laughs> that was a sad hey, girl, because she's dead. Um, but what was done was done, and his ridiculous advisors said that it would be smart to round up a bunch of young women and that these women uh, could maybe replace Queen Vashti. Hey, girl. <laughs> Great. King Xerxes ooh, 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 agreed, and he said, honestly, that's great advice. You guys are my best friends. Thank you. Uh, and that is how the first ever season of The Bachelor came about. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but this is where the story gets juicy. We meet these two characters, Esther. Oh. <laughs> And Mordecai. <laughs> and uh, Esther and Mordecai, you need to know that they, they're Jews. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Got excited. Um, but just like our friends Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from a couple weeks back, they had been, they are in the land of Persia because of exile. But what's different than them and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is that they've probably lived their whole lives in exile. And so we see that they actually have started speaking some of the same language and celebrating some of the same holidays at this point because they've lived in Persia so long. And they've definitely heard the scuttlebutt about Queen Vashti. Hey girl. <laughs> and had heard about the hunt for a new queen. But Esther, she thought, <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> She's a nice lady, I promise. Um, she said, oh, no, I could never be the queen, never mind the fact that I'm a Jew. I'm also a piece of celery. <laughs> not wrong, not wrong. Okay. Boy, oh, boy, was she wrong, though. Just as quickly as she was taken to the kingdom to possibly become the new queen, she rose to the top among hundreds of other celeries. I mean, girls. I mean, girls. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, before she knew it, she had chocolate fountains and a beauty box subscription. She started eating the food the Persians ate and wearing the clothes the Persians wore. You wouldn't be able to tell Esther from Queen Vashti. Hey, girl. At this point. But in all of this, no one knew who Esther truly was. She wasn't even, sorry. <laughs> 
She wasn't even using her real name, Hadassah. You don't have to do it because it's different. Um, because she, they would have known at this point that she was a Jew. Now, in the meantime of all of this happening, King Xerxes... Uh, King Xerxes had decided to promote one of his men, a squash named Haman. Chicken. Gosh. This guy was, he was was proud of himself for a lot of things. And King Xerxes, (laughs) he decided to kind of promote him in the kingdom. The king actually ordered that people bow down to Haman. Chicken. <laughs> uh, and Haman, me? Chicken. <laughs> was eating it up like chicken. <laughs> he even exclaimed, Everything is squashum. <laughs> you know that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> he that said, was Listen, but cousin Mordecai, (laughs) he was not willing to bow down to Haman. Me? Chicken. (laughs) Mordecai, Mordecai said, "Uh uh-uh, honey chunks, and went on his way. Well, as you can imagine, this made Haman chicken. You didn't think you'd have to say chicken so much tonight, did you? Uh, it made him very mad. Instead of just punishing Mordecai, that one was weird. Um, <laughs> Haman chicken. <laughs> convinced King Xerxes <laughs> to order that all Jews, and don't forget that's Esther, be escorted out of the kingdom like for good, if you know what I mean. Dun, dun, dun. This was bad news. So, first thing that Mordecai <laughs> did was rush to tell Esther of all the terrible decrees that the king had made. And this was Esther's response. Go, gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast for you. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is the law, it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So, Esther went to the king on behalf of the Jews and saved the Jews. Give them a round of applause. Thank you very much. I need that for another one. Give them a round of applause. Thank you guys so much. Take a seat. Take a seat. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, leave that there. You don't. You don't. It's great. Oh, gosh. So, if we go through this story quickly, we may think that Esther is the hero. We may think that Esther is the reason that the, that the Jews were saved. And she definitely had a role. But I want to go back and I want to recognize 
one of the other characters who I think gave Esther her courage. Mordecai. Every time that Esther had courage in this story, Mordecai had said to Esther, take courage, essentially. He had gone before Esther and he had always been by her side. Scripture actually tells us that Esther's parents, they weren't in the picture. And her cousin Mordecai had really raised her since birth. And so when we see this story of Esther, who has, has so much courage, it's literally written in the law that if anybody goes to the king without being asked, they will die. Like definitively, no questions asked. So when Queen Esther decides that if I perish, I perish, that is not her being dramatic. That is her saying, I care too much about my people to not use my position, even if it means death for me. Because the king didn't have to do anything, right? But Mordecai is the encourager in this story. While, while Esther had courage, Mordecai gave courage. We know that Mordecai is an important person in this story because every time we see Esther, Mordecai is right behind him, right behind her. Right before Esther says to the king, if I perish, I perish, Mordecai has told her, it says in scripture, for if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's house, your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Mordecai was not willing to compromise Esther's position and power so that the people of God could be saved. And every time that Mordecai encouraged Esther, he reminded her of two things. Hold up the number one. The first thing that Mordecai reminded Esther is who she was. Mordecai reminded Esther of who she was. The second thing that Mordecai reminded Esther is her purpose. Mordecai was always there to tell Esther who she was and what her purpose was. Who is she? She's a child of God. She's a Jew. What is her purpose? It's to tell people about Jesus. What is her purpose? Her purpose was to save the people of God. And that's our purpose as well. Be like Mordecai, essentially. Encourage your friends. Be the friend that changes the conversation when the conversations you're having aren't lifting people up. Be the friend that respects your teacher. Maybe it's that simple. Be the friend that stays when someone is in pain. Be the friend that challenges others to stand up for Jesus. Be the friend that reminds others of their identity in Christ. Because their purpose is your purpose. And that's to tell people about Jesus. And be like Esther. In the words of Bob the Tomato, Esther, she showed more courage than ten kings. She wasn't born for greatness. She didn't go to school for it. She just learned that sometimes God has plans so big only he can see them. All she had to do was believe. Yeah, she was just a regular kid. And so are you. So be the one who has courage. Be the one who believes in the saving power of Jesus. And be the one who doesn't let fear stop you from doing what is right. Be the one who is unashamed of their identity in Christ. You guys are dismissed to go to groups.
Thanks again for checking out this podcast. We hope this teaching helped you to discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. For more resources or to learn about Christ Church in general, visit us online at cco.church.